Welcome to Health System CIO's interview with Onyeka Nchega, Senior Vice President and Chief Information Officer with Novon Health. I'm Anthony Guerra, Founder and Editor-in-Chief. Onyeka, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Anthony. All right, let's start off if you want to tell me about your organization and your role. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to do that. Uh, you know, I'm, my name is Onyeka, Onyeka Nchega. I'm the Chief Information Officer for Novon Health. Uh, Novant Health is an integrated uh, network of uh, physician clinics, outpatient centers, and hospitals that delivers uh, a seamless and convenient healthcare experience through more than uh, 6 million patient visits annually, right? Mm -hmm. And our, our network consists of more than 1,800 physicians and over 35,000 team members that provide care at more than 800 locations that include uh, 15 medical centers and hundreds uh, of outpatient facilities and physician clinics. Uh, our core markets are in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, where we are headquartered. Uh, we also have a significant presence in Charlotte and uh, Wilmington, North Carolina as well. Very good. Well, we're going to talk. Uh, you got a big ERP project going on. Big deal. I saw uh, the release about that. Some um, some help you were getting with that project. We'll talk more about that. Yep. Uh, you know, people have said that, you know, meaningful use spurred on the EMR uh, implementations and that went on for, for quite a long time. And uh, now is time for some other big projects when people get those done. Uh, do you see that kind of evolution over the last 15 years? Yeah, so I, I think what what you see is uh, big ERP, EMR uh, implementations that are happening. But I think folks are starting to realize the value of uh, what I'm going to call time to market uh, and getting implementations done faster so that your business can start to realize value sooner rather than later. So I, I think you're seeing more and more of that uh, out in the marketplace, although uh, especially in the healthcare space where you have what I'm gonna call corporate systems, right? So back office systems from an ERP perspective. And then you've also got the, the what I'm gonna call the patient facing uh, mm -hmm. solutions like the EMR. So the combination of both of those together is really the secret sauce uh, from a technology perspective within the healthcare space. I'm very interested in understanding how an ERP system uh, request or, or implementation, a new ERP, how, how that surfaces in a health system and comes to you. Uh, and, and either if you're looking at, you see what's out there and you say to the business side, hey guys, there's other options, or if these things bubble up from the business side and they say, hey, by the way, we're having some issues here and we think maybe there's some tools out there that can help us. Can you check it out for us and let us know? Tell me how that actually plays out. Yeah, so I, I think in in it, whether it's in the healthcare space or any organization uh, at all, the CIO plays probably two, three, four different roles uh, within the organization, probably an equal part. One is, hey, um, we need this, right? And we need this is in the form of 
business capabilities that the organization might need to perform its its functions. And you know, my role as a CIO, my team's role is to figure out, okay, so what's available out there to satisfy the need that we have. But then the other the other role is the, hey, did you know, right? Mm-hmm. So it's understanding the what's out in the marketplace from an emerging technologies perspective, but even beyond emerging technologies, but are they things that we currently have in our footprint today that we are only leveraging just a piece of that, right? And then being able to say, did you know that we could do more with that? So I think that's where that comes into play. And as CIO, my team is always listening to stakeholders across the Novant Health Enterprise. You know, our goal is to identify the main points, the pain points that that exist so that we can alleviate any of that with technology. Ultimately, you know, we want to improve the way that our team members work and the care that our patients receive. Novant Health's leaders approach decisions and the, the, the future of our business as a team with the CIO and the business leaders connected, right, at the hip and involved in critical decisions. So, but I think it's, it's, it's the idea of the CIO and his team probably wears multiple hats and depending on what's being asked, uh, that depends on how we, how we show up. So it goes both ways. It, it, Absolutely. It needs surface from the business. It comes to you and they say, here's the problem. And you try and figure out if, if maybe you have it, we have this in our footprint or let me investigate, let me check the market out. And then I'll give you a presentation on what your options might be. But as you said, it also can be you and your team suggesting to the business. So it That's goes cr- both ways. That's correct. Yeah. And in our case, the original need uh, came from our enterprise, right? So our, our people and culture team specifically was the first area of Novant Health that, that raised this issue. Novant Health's discipline is to approach technology needs on an enterprise basis. So, I, you know, I'm responsible for ensuring the use of modern uh, IT software and technologies to streamline business operations. This includes managing and implementing technology to support Novant Health's goals, right? So when, when, when Novant Health's leadership established our long-term strategic goals, you know, we looked across the entire technology portfolio to assess if we had the right systems, processes, technology in place to support those goals. And as a result, we identified a need to better streamline uh, what I'm gonna call to streamline, standardize, uh, improve our team members' experiences using enhanced uh, technologies. So when you say an enterprise basis, that means if even though the request bubbles up from a particular department, we're gonna take a look at things and we're gonna kind of come up with a solution for the, that could apply elsewhere, not just to your niche, but that's good for the enterprise. So you're gonna have to give us a minute because we gotta check things out, right? This is not like we, we get it tomorrow. This is not ordering it on Amazon, it comes next day. This is, we have to do what's right for a very large organization. Yeah, that, that's, that's a great, great way to say that, Anthony, because you know the intent is let's try not to put one-off solutions in mm-hmm. place, right? Or you put a solution in that only satisfies one part of our business. And not to say that that doesn't happen, right? Because it does, because 
all of our business partners don't use all the same technologies, right? But where possible, you know, we want to um, put a, a set of systems in place, a suite of products in place that can be leveraged across uh, our entire business. And so, you know, we involve technology experts and business leaders to collectively recommend solutions, right? And, you know, moreover, we, we collaborate to determine, you know, what's the best way to put this technology in place. You, you know, I mentioned next day delivery with Amazon earlier in the conversation, you mentioned the concept of speed and moving quickly to respond to the needs of the business. There is a balance between next day delivery and I'll talk to you in eight months when we have a report based on your request. How do you manage that as the leader of the IT organization? Obviously, you want to move as quickly as possible always to respond to the business. That, that's how the business decides if you're doing a good job right? Are you helping yeah. us do the business we need to do? So talk to me about handling these things as quickly as possible to satisfy the business, but still doing the due diligence you need. So I, I think there's, there, there is a, there's a balance that you have to strike, right? Uh, when it comes to speed to market, you know, I think gone are the days where you said, hey, it's going to take me, you know, a year and a half to implement <laughs> something, right? right? Those days are long gone, especially when you think about the pandemic and the things that we had to do to react uh, and react very quickly. Uh, so there's an expectation from our, our, our organization, right, collectively, that things are gonna move at, at a speed that matches the need that I have. And so you have to, we have to take into account what's the organizational need, right? How critical is that need? Is it something that truly has to be resolved tomorrow morning or is it something that we can say, hey, listen, let's take a holistic approach to the work that needs to be done and figure out how, what's the best way to get that done? So I, I think it's a balancing act, but beyond that is also about education, right? So, and communication. So making sure that, you know, we are lockstep with other functions within our organization so that everyone understands Hey, let me let me let me walk you through the processes that we have within our digital products and services organization. Let me walk you through the thought process when it comes to technology solution, making sure that everyone truly understands how is this process going to work, who's going to be involved in it, how quickly can we deliver value, and what value can we deliver. So I think the the, the things that go into making that work, because if you don't, to your point, what ends up happening is. Hey, Onyeka, you guys aren't moving fast enough. I'm going to go on the outside and find someone who can help me get this done faster. Yeah, and there's a whole bunch of issues that come with that because that's that Absolutely. shadow IT, gray IT doesn't go through governance, doesn't get security vetting, that's pops right. up, and then it's, oh, help us connect this to the network or, or you tell me. But that's that's absolutely correct. That's a big problem. Yep. And I've heard, I've talked to a number of CIOs and CISOs, and that still is a problem. In many organizations, it's just it's not something that's easy to fix, right? Yeah, it. it uh, I, I think it's a constant uh, conversation piece, right? Uh, within all organizations, no, no matter what industry you're in, uh, that is a that is a partnership, right, between the technology organization and the other functions uh, within the organization, and making sure everybody understands uh, what can and can't be done and how quickly it can be done. But I will tell you. The the organiz IT 
technology organizations just don't have the the luxury of sitting back and saying, hey, give me time to go go figure all this out. I'll, I'll be back when I get back. Right. <laughs> you just don't have the luxury to do that. Uh, and I don't I don't believe that we should either. Again, we should be moving at the same speed where it makes sense without sacrificing quality. Right. We should be moving at the same speed as other functions in the organization. Right. Let's get back to the ERP a little bit. You said it came out of the, the people and culture department. Can you give me some idea of what they were trying to do that where they were saying, eh, it's not quite working. We need, we need something better or there's got to be a better tool. Can you give me any more color into what they were doing there? Yeah, so I, I think from our, from our people and culture perspective, I think it's just an understanding of how do we administer, uh, you know, call it 35,000 uh, team members. How do we manage 35,000 team members with, with uh, antiquated technologies, which is what we had in play uh, already? So I, at the end of the day, that's really what it came down to is, Anyeka, help us figure out how we manage these many uh, team members and in an environment where we are constantly uh, looking at opportunities for growth, right? Whether it's organic growth, inorganic growth, uh, you know, and we continue to add the 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 one ingredient that makes all the difference in the world for our organization, which is our people. You know, how do we put together a, a technology and a solution or solutions mm-hmm. that allow us to manage that that the the call it the asset that we have within our organization? Was it siloed data? Was it, for example, I have this piece of information here, I have this here, these don't talk to each other, and I'm not able to get a complete picture, so I have to create spreadsheets that that bring in the data I need, and it's just cumbersome, and it doesn't update by itself, that kind of thing? Yeah, I, so so you hit it right on the head without me giving away all of the uh, all of the, the dirty laundry, <laughs> right, uh, in our organization. Anthony, you got to take what I say, man, and go okay. with it. okay. <laughs> But yes, that's exactly what it is, right? So you've got disparate systems, yeah, right? Okay. That that don't talk to each other. Uh, you've got folks that sit in other parts of our organization that are unable to access systems. So we were wanting to get down to uh, a system that allows us to be able to integrate all of our functions, right? Uh, but not just within the people and culture space, but when you think about supply chain, you think about finance, you think about uh, the technology space, how do we connect all of those backend systems together so that they talk well together? But also, how do you integrate with an, e- an e- EMR, right? Mm-hmm. When you think about patient uh, information, how do you make sure that from a revenue cycle perspective, that there's connectivity between the EMR and our finance system? So that that became kind of the, the, the call to action, mm-hmm. if you will, uh, for us as an organization. So you went with Infor for ERP and you're using uh, Grant Thornton for uh, help in implementation. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a whole webinar on uh, using outside help uh, and professional resources and, and that kind of thing, because there's a lot of nuances there in selecting and arranging, you know, coming up with the arrangement um, and all, all issues in managing that, managing that outside help coming in. Right. Um, so how did you, did, I mean, did you know right off the bat, listen, we're going to need outside help. I mean, it's a big deal. So I assume right off the bat, you said we need, we're going to need an outside organization's help. 
And any information you could give, and, and this is always uh, invo- you know, thinking of helping your colleagues in your position, sure. any sure. advice having gone through this to the point you have now uh, regarding that outside help, bringing it in, arranging it, um, any, any thoughts there? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy to talk through the Grant Thornton uh, decision and the Grant Thornton partnership. So we selected Grant Thornton as that partner given uh, GT's experience in healthcare operations, large-scale implementations, program management, and change management. Right. So when we when we thought about the things that um, the things that we believed would make uh, our ERP implementations successful, uh, those were the kinds of things that we thought about, and we were looking for a partner that could help us achieve that. I think from an, from when I think about long-term partnerships and uh, bringing in organizations to help you uh, get through large-scale implementations like this, I always say it, it doesn't start at the time that you make the decision to bring a partner in. It actually starts well before that, right? So think about the courting process, right? You want to you want to go with a partner that you truly understand who they are. Right. And you understand what they do, what they bring to the table. And oftentimes, you know, I see a lot of organizations uh, start that process when it's time to bring somebody in. You know, they start doing all this research and all this, you know, uh, um, interviews. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do that, but there is something to be said for tried and true, been in the trenches with you uh, and been a part of the organization. Uh, So even though we made the decision uh, in December, of 2021 to go full speed ahead, you know, Grant Thornton had been a part of that journey for, you know, the better part of two years with us uh, in terms of walking through the need, Mm -hmm. uh, developing the business case for it, helping us understand what it is that we would need and why we would need it. So uh, it it was a fairly easy decision uh, to go with Grant Thornton. So that's interesting. they helped you sort of from the beginning of, of this whole process, selective vendor selection, right through to they're going to do the implementation and help you with the change management. Um, does it come up in your role where sometimes you don't have the option to go with a firm that is like A to Z and you say, I just can't, I would love to go have a firm help me with the implementation who I may also have want to use down the road sometimes you can't i'm wondering and you have to go okay you're going to help me with implementation and unfortunately i'm going to have to go with somebody else and do that reacquainting that you said is great not to have to do yeah so and and just so to provide a little bit of clarity so in this case while we're talking about uh the erp implementation and the work that we're doing there and erp rollout we are also in the middle of uh, an EMR integration work that we're doing as well, right? So uh, we call the the total project the Business Transformation Initiative, uh, which includes an ERP rollout, uh, corporate system modernization, I'm going to call it, and then uh, a, a EMR integration, right? So we, we originally started talking about, to your point here, about potentially having one partner that would do all that with us. We ended up saying, hey, you know what, Grant Thornton, you're going to you're going to you're going to focus on the ERP 
implementation workforce. And you know, we'll we'll go out and find someone else to do some of these other pieces as well. So we did go through a process of getting to know other partners uh, in this process to make that work. Because to your point, sometimes you, you don't have you don't necessarily uh, have the the opportunity to go with one uh, partner soup to nuts, right? Yeah. Uh, so in that case, we we made that decision. But I will tell you that uh, you know our our in four implementation, which is our ERP, it's more than just an ERP rollout, right? So we aren't simply taking uh, Novant Health's current processes and transplanting them into a new technology, right? So it's not just a lift and shift for us. Instead, you know, we're making an investment that transforms the way our team members perform their work. So ultimately, this will allow us to deliver more remarkable patient care and in Grant Thornton, we found a partner that could guide and collaborate with us on this journey and walk with us as we embarked on a multi-year endeavor, right? Grant Thornton and, and, and Novant Health, we, we've got a long-standing relationship. Uh, the firm basically worked with us to the point I made earlier uh, to do the phase zero analysis of the project, which helped us understand our current state and where we could transform and we felt extra confident by right, selecting Grant Thornton because that GT had handled many other large scale projects similar to ours. And uh, you know, finally, we both share a longstanding focus on leading leading edge technologies. And, and we, we also share very similar kind of people first culture values, uh, which are critical to the success of uh, an ambitious shared technology endeavor like this. Yeah, it sounds like it's nice to have that core uh, number of vendors and also service providers that are your go-to core, right? Yep. So so when you build a relationship with these, uh, with these consulting firms, um, it's nice to get one that, you know, all right, now I have a relationship and they can do a lot. So right. I may not need them for this today, but I know tomorrow when I need this, I feel good. I have a relationship. Uh, absolutely. Very good. You've bitten off a lot. Uh, EMR, ERP. You're not. Uh, <laughs> you're not sitting around over there. Huh? It ain't. It ain't for the faint at heart. <laughs> oh, my, oh my goodness. Well, let's talk a little bit about that. Um, let's talk a little bit about when we max out or when we when we don't want to. Let's say when we don't want to take on any more. Um, every CIO has got to deal with that. Every CIO has got a maximum throughput they can manage with the staffing they have. Also, it's been said that organizations can only handle so much change that you can throw at them at any one time. Any yep. thoughts around that, around making sure we go as fast as we can, but perhaps not faster than we can? Yeah, so so I, I believe it's a, it's a matter of understanding uh, what the organizational needs are mm -hmm. and coupled with understanding the rock star team that you have, right? right? whether it's the internal team you have or the external uh, partners that that help your IT teams uh, kind of go the distance, if you will. So I think it's, it's a matter of understanding that because there are some things that uh, our organization is going to need that we're going to say, look, we got to get this done, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and to get this done, we're going to need to go out and get uh, external resources to help us make that happen. Or we may have to reallocate some of the resources that we currently have 
to get after it. But as an organization, we made the determination that the Business Transformation Initiative was a priority project, priority initiative uh, for us as an organization. And we uh, allocated what we needed to to get it done. But uh, for, for me, it's a matter of understanding with our executive team, with uh, our business leaders, what is it that we need? What capabilities do we need to continue to push the needle uh, forward? Whether it's things that help us optimize the work that we're doing today, or we are in a place of, hey, did you know that this is coming and let's let's get ahead of that. So, you know, you start to think about being innovative uh, in your business and some of the things that uh, you believe are gonna make a difference for the organization. But do you think a key here is transparency on your part to the businesses and to uh, your people you report to? Transparency in the sense of here's, what we're doing for the organization. Here's the projects, here's what's happening, here's our budget, here's what we're doing with what we have. If you want more, here's what I need in order to, because if you don't, if you try and always say yes, you're not doing a service to your team, you're going to have team members burning out. So part of your role is to, is that transparency of here's what I have, here's what we're doing, and here's what I need to do what you're asking for now. Yeah, it's, it's transparency both ways, right? So it, it is the transparency around, uh, and that's why I use the word education and, and communication, right? It's transparency around, here's what here's what we have today, here's what we can do, here's what we can't do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's what uh, we believe uh, you as an organ, you as a, as a business leader ought to be thinking about, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's more than just transparency on my end, but it's also transparency on my on my. Uh, team members in other parts of our organization to be able to say, hey, Onyeka, here's what I'm thinking about today. Here's what I need today to run my business. But here are some of the things that I'm thinking about for tomorrow, which allows me then to go back and start to brainstorm with our team around, hey, we're going to fix what's needed today. We're going to deliver what's needed today. But we also need to be thinking about, right? So it's the idea of having a scout team go out ahead and say, hey, here are some of the things that we might need as we as we go along. But I but I believe it, it's it's a it's transparency on both sides, and then education, right? So uh, we can't create an environment that's a black box uh, for other parts of our organization. They've got to understand what some of the uh, what some of the, the 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 limitations are for us as an organization, and what are some of the things that no kidding we can knock them out the park and knock it out far. Uh, and so we ought to, we ought to focus on some of those things. So let's talk a little bit about that communication with the business leaders. Um, Tell me a little bit more how and when that happens. Is it one-off? Is it regular? Is it with certain individuals? Obviously, everyone's in kind of a remote environment. Does a lot of that happen on Zoom? Just what's the way to all these conversations you're describing that sound so important? um, How do they actually happen? Yeah, so it's, it's about having management routines in place, right? Uh, where, so I, it starts at, at the very top. So you think about our organization at Novant Health, Carl Armato has, um, you know, weekly sessions which anyone in our organization is able to tune in and listen to, right? Carl's Corner. Um, and on a weekly basis, you can hear Carl talk about things that are important that are going on in the organization. And you can hear Carl talk about ideas, right? So where does he where does he see this organization going? And then you take that you take that a step down. Our executive team has 
you know, periodic meetings, the, the senior leadership teams have executive, uh, you know, sessions as well, where we're able to hear about some of the things that are going on in the organization. And then again, you continue to push that down into the organization. You take the CIO office of the CIO, for example. Uh, you know, I, I have a monthly meeting with everyone uh, within uh, my organization to share, here are some of the projects that are happening. Mm -hmm. Here are all the things that, that we've got going. And here's what I know, here's what I'm hearing from other parts of our organization. And we do that across the board, right? So that's one way that we continue to uh, get that information out across uh, the organization. And then we have steering committees, right? That help us also uh, start to prioritize the work that needs to be done. Uh, so I think we've built management routines in place that allow us to be able to do that. And the same is true for the business transformation initiative and the uh, ERP work that we're doing right now, right? So, you know, we've said there's a multi-year uh, rollout for this body of work. We have periodic sessions uh, to describe what is this multi-year work? When is it gonna be available? Uh, including putting together, you know, SharePoint sites where uh, we continue to, to update that site and have dynamic content out there uh, that allows the organization to understand what's going on. So, especially given that these are these are big projects that are going on in the organization. You you mentioned it came out of people and culture, but we know these are big big projects. So, can you think of any other key executives you deal with in an ERP project where the CIO needs going to have some direct conversations, make sure those people are informed and on board? Yeah. So at, at Novant Health, they they're two the two key layers of leadership that we have leveraged for our transformational uh, work. The first, the first layer is executives from across the organization who have been uh, instrumental in, in developing our business case, the strategy, the goals for transformation with, with very close collaboration and involvement with you know, our chief financial officer, our chief transformation and digital officer, uh, chief administration, uh, administrative officer, and their leadership teams, right? So it's the CIO, it's the SVP of finance, it's our, our chief procurement officer, it's our SVP of supply chain. Uh, so th those are all roles that the, that the leadership level uh, that have been engaged. And quite frankly, that there isn't any role that has not been engaged uh, already. And as we previously talked about, you know, an ERP implementation is more than just a technology initiative, right? It's people, it's process, it's supported by technology. Uh, and so as the CIO, you know, I've got to develop partnerships across the organization and respond to or facilitate the needs of, of the, the entire organization. We also have um, steering committee, as I mentioned, but that includes senior vice presidents and above from our regional markets and from teams in areas such as you know, digital products and services, people culture, strategy execution, clinical programs, right? These steering committees also includes representatives from our uh, physician network and nursing teams. Then the Anthony, the, 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 the second layer is operational leadership uh, in a wide range of areas, right? Including all the same, same uh, you know, groups that I mentioned before, you know, includes infrastructure, cybersecurity, communications, 
some of our departments have historically used their own systems and processes, and it will be a substantial effort for them to transition off of their legacy technologies. Uh, it, but at the end of the day, you know, I aim to ensure that these, these department leaders understand uh, what our new systems have to offer mm-hmm. and secure their buy-in and input and create change champions in those uh, in those spaces. Very good. Well, we're almost out of time. Um, I'd just like to get your final piece of advice, and I want to frame it up this way. Uh, think of sure. a, a CIO at a comparably sized health system, and they're just the, the requests from the biz- business around ERP are just starting to surface. So they're starting to have those conversations. The business is starting to express uh, what could be a possible need for a new ERP system. What's your best piece of advice at that point for how they can get off on the right foot moving this forward? Yeah, so for me, for me, it's all about um, understanding what, what your organization needs, right? Uh, I, I think a lot of times, you know, we may want to move forward, but not just understand what the organization needs, but being in the seat that we sit in uh, from a digital products and services uh, perspective as the CIO and all the other leaders that, that, that uh, make up the digital products and services organization, you know, I think it's incumbent upon us to be able to bring that expertise to the table and say, okay, here's what you're looking for and here's what you want. Now, let me, let me also throw in what's possible. Mm-hmm. Right. And what's what's available and what's out there. Right. And I think coming at it from that perspective, uh, I think allows everyone to be successful going forward because it starts to open up the dialogue uh, and the communication uh, footprint for everyone in the organization to be able to weigh in and say, here are some of the things that 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 we've got going on. Right. Uh, at Novant Health, we're, we're committed to delivering a remarkable uh, healthcare experience to the communities that we serve, supported by world-class technology, personal communications and care that that's easier uh, to access and understand. So, you know, we're focused very heavily on the future of Novant Health and and success to us means, you know, staying at the forefront of technology and scalability, employee experience, patient care. Those are all things that are meaningful to us. And so we're willing and determined, you know, to continue to invest in our future uh, and I would encourage others to think critically about the the uh, call it the multifaceted benefits of of transformation. Wonderful, Oneka. Thanks so much. That's about all we had time for today. I really appreciate it. Great chat. Thank you, Anthony. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. You you've made the process uh, a very easy process to go through as well. And uh, I couldn't have asked for a better partner to walk through this. <laughs> very good. Thank you. You are more than welcome, my friend.